Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, August 19th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. Drug seizures at the southern border reach a record high. Another COVID booster arriving. New York cracks down on toy guns to fight crime. A survey reveals the most dangerous neighborhoods in the nation. Also up, the message of the day. Update listeners, sound off. But first... Border Patrol agents reporting a 200% increase in the amount of fentanyl entering the USA from Mexico. 2,000 pounds of the deadly narcotics seized in July alone, the highest on record. The volume of opioids successfully crossing the border is likely eight times that amount because they don't get all the fentanyl. Most of it gets in. More than 100,000 Americans died from a drug overdose last year, 80% related to fentanyl. Again, the insane open border Biden policy is responsible for all of this. The United Kingdom becoming the first country to approve an updated COVID booster shot, the jab from Moderna, targeting multiple strains of the virus. The drug will be rolled out stateside this fall. Nearly all cases in the USA are now caused by the Omicron sub-variant. To date, COVID has infected 93 million people in the USA, killed a million of them. No booster for me. I've got two vaxxers, two boosters, but I'm not getting any more unless they can prove it stops COVID, which they can't right now. New York Governor Hochul targeting toy guns. Said the Democrat, quote, restricting these realistic-looking devices will ensure these misleading devices are off our streets, keeping all New Yorkers safe, unquote. New rules require any replica firearm be painted bright colors like red and yellow. Of course, Hochul and her radical left legislature in Albany cannot keep real guns off the street, so don't expect them to keep toy guns off the streets. Survey from Forbes magazine listing the most dangerous neighborhoods in the country. The communities are ranked by homicides, robberies, rapes, violent crime. Top five, South Central Los Angeles, West Baltimore, Brownsville, Brooklyn, South Bronx, and the most dangerous neighborhood in America, the seventh ward in New Orleans. Big Easy, now the ninth most dangerous place in the world. In a moment, update listeners have their say right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me, Bill, at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name and town, please, on your email, if you wish to opine. Okay, let's begin with David in Taos, New Mexico. Bill, I'd like your opinion on the following. If the Republicans gain control of at least the House in November— Do you think it would be prudent for them to pursue impeachment charges against President Biden and or Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas? I do not believe it would be prudent right off the bat. What the House should do is hold hearings, subpoena Alejandro Mayorkas to come in and answer questions. What are you doing to stop millions and millions of foreign nationals and tons of narcotics? from coming in here. What are you doing? And he'll be embarrassed, Mayorkas, because he's not doing anything. Now, Biden himself, if you impeach him, then you become like Nancy Pelosi, right? So if Republicans do the same thing Pelosi did to Trump, they're in the same boat. And Biden's not going to run again. So if you have hearings about his failures, I think that would be far more effective. David, Tulsa, Oklahoma, if Liz Cheney, after being roundly rejected by the voters in Wyoming, decides to run for president, would she run as a Democrat? Democrats despise Liz Cheney. The progressive left hates her because she's essentially a conservative. She just has Trump derangement syndrome, and it ruined her career. She may run for president, but nobody's going to support her. I mean, literally, nobody. Al is in Durham, New Hampshire. I took the first two vaxes against my better judgment. I got COVID anyway. No more jabs for this 84-year-old American. Hey, I'm with you, Al. I didn't get COVID. Twice boosted, twice vaxxed. That's me. But I know a lot of people who had all the vaxes, followed the rules, and they got COVID twice. So unless the CDC spells it out where I can see it, no more for me. Bill, Parsons, Tennessee. Assuming you believe O'Reilly that we have an unequal justice system, how can that be rectified? It's a good question. It's a very, very long answer, and I can't really get into it micro, Bill, but I can tell you If the country elects a president who is committed to law and order, that president will appoint tough federal judges, will appoint a honest FBI chief and a tough, honest attorney general. That's where it starts. Okay, you've got to have key leadership positions wanting to defeat crime. Tanya, Providence, Rhode Island, I heard Don Lemon say that Trump had not been treated any differently than any other president. Um, Don Lemon on CNN, of course. Tanya, number one, no one could possibly believe that. And number two, why are you watching CNN where they say stuff like that all the time? I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. Please go to BillOReilly.com for honest news analysis. Please check out my book, Killing the Killers. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Eighty years ago this week, the bloodiest battle in human history began in southwest Russia. For six months, two million soldiers engaged in brutal urban combat. The siege shifted the balance of World War II in favor of the Allied forces. Here is the story of Stalingrad. Beginning in 1939, Nazi Germany began its conquest of Europe, and three years later, Hitler's army controlled territory stretching from France to Ukraine. In August 1942, the Germans moved on Stalingrad, named after the Soviet dictator. Believing the presence of civilians would help motivate his troops, Joseph Stalin refused to evacuate any of the city's 400,000 residents. For weeks, both armies waged brutal warfare. Thousands of civilians were killed. By the autumn of 1942, Stalingrad was completely destroyed. Despite heavy casualties, Stalin refused to surrender. He issued official order number 227, Any Soviet soldier attempting to flee would be shot on sight. While a German air force continued to bomb, both sides deployed snipers poised on rooftops to kill the enemy. There is a movie about that. By November, the Soviet army had encircled 300,000 Axis troops. With the Russian blockade limiting supplies, German forces trapped in Stalingrad starved. Many froze to death in the frigid cold. In February 1943, Russia liberated Stalingrad from the Germans. It was the beginning of the end for the Third Reich. The result was catastrophic. At least one million soldiers killed in combat. Hundreds of thousands more missing or wounded. Stalingrad is considered the deadliest campaign in the history of warfare. And here's something else you might not know. The Nazi loss at Stalingrad was the first time Adolf Hitler publicly acknowledged defeat. After announcing the outcome of the battle on the radio, the dictator ordered three days of mourning across the Third Reich. But it didn't matter. After Stalingrad, Adolf Hitler was finished. He held on for another two years. Of course, millions more people died, but Stalingrad was the turning point. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take 
away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.